Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dining with Nadiva show, a TNT production. I am your hostess with the mostest, Nadiva. And I'm Tracy. Hey there. And I'm Tasha. Hey, guys. Hi and welcome. Thank you for joining us today. Make sure you like, subscribe, and hit that notification button. And make sure you share why. Because yeah, sharing, sharing is, is caring. caring. And by the way, we are TNT. TNT. <laughs> Gotta make sure we get that in there. Yes. Gotta get, yes. Gotta know who we are. Right. So, today's topic is a really, 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 really good topic. I think that everyone has experienced this. And if you haven't, you will. You will. Right. So, today's topic is, when is it time to end a toxic friendship? When is it time to end a toxic friendship? Heavy. I'm gonna hold on to my opinion. <laughs> this is heavy. I'm gonna hold on to it. Some heavy stuff. Because I'm I'm coming from experience. Yes, we we all we all we are. all I think have uh, have some experience. But before we get into that topic, we're gonna get right into our featured restaurant of the day, which is and I love a Latin cuisine. Mm. We are going to be featuring Elsa's restaurant. They are a Latin um, restaurant located in Teaneck. They're at fifteen fifteen. Teaneck Road in Teaneck, New Jersey. Their website is... <laughs> what is it, Nay? Uh, it's going to be at the bottom of your screen <laughs> in the description box. So just <laughs> take Come a look on, at Nay. that. Come on, Nay. Sound it out. You know, Sound well, uh, it out. Chicharron. Uh, Lorena del Chicharron. There we go. There you go. There, there you go. go. La yeah. Reina del Chicharron. <laughs> uh, that's because her husband's Puerto Rican. Uh, <laughs> I don't mean nothing. <laughs> That don't mean nothing. I've been speaking in Spanish for a long, long time. time. Long time. Long time. <laughs> but this, they, they are um, a great, great locally, um, local uh, restaurant. They have their, oh, if, every time I drive past there, there's people, just, there's lines coming out the door. They have outside dining, indoor dining, always great music. I was in there yesterday and I just was, dun, 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 yeah, I know, you called me. I'm like, nay, I can't hear you. Yes. So what are we having today? So today, what they made for us today is some rotisserie chicken mm. with some yellow rice and beans. Mm. Oh. Yes, I am. I can't arroz wait to do it. So I was getting ready to say arroz con pollo. Arroz habichuelas. Oh. Habichuelas. Could that be up? Look who it is, y'all. Look at us. I'll, I'll, I'll Hey, Cassie. Thank you so much, Cassie. Look at this. Oh, that looks Delicioso. Delicioso. Nobody who speaks Spanish Thank you so much. Like I'm, listen, they're going to be speaking it in. <laughs> <laughs> so we have rice and beans. Yeah, so we've got some. Do we know what kind of beans this is? This is red beans. Okay. Rojo. Rojo. Aha! Look at you. You know all the colors? Listen now, don't, don't be tested on Okay, I'm just saying. <laughs> you know she want to look. I know yellow she is amarillo. Look, look like she amarillo is yellow, and verde is green, and azul is blue. And? Blanco is white. And negro is black. Is black, and that's the one you all need to remember. <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all ready? Yes. Ready. Uh, what? I've been eating. Did you pray? Did you pray? <laughs> 
<laughs> she quick to call us out. I ain't seen you say grace once. Lord, bless this food that we've received and about to receive. Let it nourish and strengthen our body for Christ's sake. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Mm, here we go. Mm. Flavorful chicken ain't not worse than bland chicken, mm-hmm. but this chicken is not bland. And you can taste the sofrito in the beans. Mm, yes, you do. The, the, the rice is seasoned perfectly. Nice yellow rice. Nice and tender rice. I don't like hard rice. Mm-hmm. Mm. Goodness gracious. Mm-hmm. This right here is really good. Gonna put some meat on your bone, honey. Um, not with the sweet chicken. You can taste the, the herbs. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not dry. And mm-hmm. it's not dry. Very tender, very moist. Let me taste. I I love chicken with the skin, with tissue skin. Mm-hmm. That's what the flavor <laughs> is. Very tender. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, mm. that right there. Right there, right there. Mm-hmm. Right there, right there, right there. And I think this part right here is the breast. And you know, breast usually is a little, a little bit dry, dry, but this is delicious. Mm. Very good. It's delicious. <laughs> and they also got. If you're into pork, they have got great chicharrones. Um, they have great empanadas, too. Empanadas. That's my place for empanadas. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Cousin, mm. when this is all over, I'm going to need for you to do a little sound bite of all of Nadia's. Mmm. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> Delicious. Mmm. Mm. Put it all together for us, okay? Hold up now. That's a whole nother show then. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, mm. all right. Well, listen, we're going to go ahead and dig on into this. Yes, mm. please. We will be right we'll back. back. With the topic of the day, mm-hmm. Diva's Table Topic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because okay. I'm going to have to hold off because I got a lot of information about this topic right here. Mm-hmm. So. La Reina del Chicharron.com mm. is their website. Elsa's Restaurant. 1515 Teaneck Road in Teaneck, New Jersey, 07666. The telephone number is 201-837-2524. Tell them TNT sent you from Dining with Nate Don't go anywhere. We'll be right, right back. back. Somebody got to tell me if I'm having a, a wardrobe my function here. I don't want to show too much too soon. Look, uh, I'll try my best, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'm nope. full. I might fall asleep right here. No, don't get the no. itis. We got topic. Oh, I want to talk. I want to. I want to vent. Okay. Uh oh. Okay. okay. Then you want to start? By no. the way, that yes, was that was delicious. Thank you. Oh my yes. god, so good. Absolutely delicious. All right, so let's get into Diva's table topics. This is a good one. This is a definitely really good, good one. one. I think we all can hit this on. All right, can I just start with this one so I can just get it off my chest? See. Mm-hmm. So you see what happened was I had a girlfriend, right? We grew up together, went to high school, middle school, um, best friends, mm-hmm. into adulthood. Mm-hmm. I was there when she got married, first marriage, first child, <laughs> second child, mm-hmm. divorce, men in between. But we always have our girls' nights, you know, that always bring us together. Well, it just so happened recently um, she got married mm-hmm. for the second time. Okay. It did not invite me. How'd you, how'd you find out? I found out through Instagram. Wow. Ouch. On a mutual friend's page. And it hurt my heart. It hurt. It devastated me. Were you me at the first wedding? I wasn't even at the first wedding, but she gave me an excuse for the first wedding because she said it was a lot. It was intimate, just family. Okay, fine. But she promised me, if I ever get married, and we said this even in grade school, 
you know, we were like, oh, you're going to be in my wedding. You know, you right. always do that, right? right? But I know things change. People, People grow, grow apart. Right. right. So, but we never grew apart. apart. Right. She was still a part of your life. It'd right. So you were still actively friends when she Absolutely. got married the second time and, yes. and didn't invite you? Right. As oh. a matter of fact, we had talked to her. Were, oh, so this is a friend that this you have too. This is the second too. time. Yes. She, she met her through me and we oh. would do our girls nights together, just the yeah. three of us. Oh. Yes. Okay. So we the would girls just... girls night was... Yeah, and we would dump everything on the table. Good, bad, relationship, you know, marriage, relationship kids, stuff. Kids, whatever. Everything. And we were supporting her through her first marriage and through her divorce with mm-hmm. our girls' nights, right? right. Mm-hmm. So when this new person came in and they started to develop a relationship, we were still present, you know, maybe because she was actually dealing with something very difficult at that time. Mm-hmm. So we kind of, like, al- allowed her to her go time. through that process. But in that process, she decided to get married, which was a suggestion that I had actually made to her so that she wouldn't focus on some of the bad things that were happening in her life. Mm-hmm. So I just so happened to be in the mall one day and ran into a friend of ours from high school who had said, oh, did you speak to so-and-so? And I had just, Tracy had, had just, just spoken to her, to her a week before. Together. And she didn't mention to you that she got nothing, married? Nothing. Nothing. So then that, that means she knew she was wrong. Right. 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 Okay. So when I ran into this person and he said, oh, you, did you hear about so-and-so got married? I said, what? I said, I just spoke to her last week. She did. And he, oh, oh it's, it's on Instagram. I said, oh, really? So I, I sat on it for a minute. <sighs> and broken. the next day, I, I just so happened to be scrolling through Instagram. And I said, you know what? Let me go to this person's page right. who I knew we had known mutually. Mm-hmm. And sure as I don't know what. As soon as I went to our friend's page, there it was. Smack dab. First photo you get to is her with her husband, with her bouquet, and her red wedding dress, and all these people with their camera phones snapping photos, snapping photos. Not snapping as intimate photos. as the first one, I would assume. No. There no, was no. friends there. And this was in a church. So if it was a private wedding, you could have easily invited me to, at least to the ceremony. To the service. To the ceremony, exactly. at least, yeah. So I was hurt. And when I confronted her about it, she said to me, oh, I didn't know. She didn't, didn't know, know she was getting married? She didn't know you were going to run into a mutual friend without her? I don't know what the heck she didn't know. But I, but she knew at the time I got from her. Um, but at that point, given some of the ups and downs that we did experience in our friendships, which I, which I always thought that make you grow, you mm-hmm. know, right. I figured, I said, you know what? I've invested a lot in this friendship. So much in this, you know more about me and my family than I do about you, 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 you and, and your new family. Right. And I just felt like things were just becoming very one sided, and it really hurt me to know that we had agreed back when we were 14, 15, when we, whenever we go through these milestones in life, that we were going to be there for one another, we were going to support one another. Was she there for milestones in your life? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, yeah. she was there. I mean, I can't even tell you some of the things that we shared together as friends, mm, you know? Mm. I mean, we, we yeah, went through thick and that. thin. Yeah, we went through thick and thin. So um, when I confronted her about it, she was like, oh, well, you know, it was it was really small, Nadia. It was really just family. I said, really? Because I found out through this person who ain't family. Mm-hmm. And right. matter of fact, I seen an all sea of phones taking photos of you. And you know what? It's free to invite somebody to your wedding. I can understand if your reception was right. private, right. but it would have been freak. Why can't I? Why can't I celebrate you on one of the happiest moments of your life? Considering our history, right? Yeah, and considering That's we just had so right. And so how I left tragic, it was: tragic. I love you. I will always love you. The, my lines of communication with you will 
always be hoping. Mm. But as far as me making any efforts to maintain this relationship, yeah. I'm done. I'm done. So, so if she reached out to you tomorrow and said she wanted to have dinner, you'd be open to that? Absolutely. I mean, she's always going to be my friend. She ain't going to be on my wedding. So you she, didn't, may even, she may not even make the guest list, but I'm just saying. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you didn't end the friendship per se. You just pulled back from it. Um, it's pretty much dead. Because you don't think she'll take, you don't think she'll make well, an effort? Well, because it, it was a lot of me making all of the efforts yes. to maintain it. So I knew once I stepped away. That was going to be That it. was going to be No, it. because she's not going to make any efforts. Especially now she got a new husband and three kids now. Right. Right. So it's kind of like, but I mean, I reached out to her for her birthday because, you know, I'm not a B-I-T-C-H. Right. You know? So I reached out to her for her birthday. Was this post-conversation? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, and it was, you know, oh, hey, you know, I'm about to have the baby, blah, 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 blah. I said, and I didn't make no mention of the wedding. I just said congratulations and I can't wait to see photos. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And I kept it moving. Well, that was classy of you. Yeah. Because, you know, as I said, I always say we have to walk in love. Right. No matter what. And have forgiveness in your heart. And although she may not know, um, she knows now. Mm-hmm. Right. And, um... And I'm sure that she's come to points in her in her life where she wishes that I was a part of it, and mm-hmm. I'm not there. So right. I had to just step away, and um, I'm I'm okay with my small circle of friends. Well, you know, sometimes you have to do that for your own sanity, right? Yeah. For your own, right. you know, your own sanity's sake, you have to just allow those friendships to to dwindle. Right. Well, so every as some things have a season, some things have a reason, and everybody is not meant to go with you on your journey. Right. 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 Sometimes that just doesn't happen. And that's a hard thing to kind of after years of friendship to realize that, oh, this is it. We at the end of the road here. Yeah. Are you in the midst of something like that, too? I am. Um, 33 years of friendship. Ow. Right. Mm. You know, weddings, divorce, mm. children yeah. Yeah, yeah. and all of that. But my problem is. What happens when you stop being your authentic self? With a friend? With a friend. Then the friendship is no longer so you authentic. you got to like fake the funk. Right. Yeah. So when you look at the phone and you see your friend calling and you're like, no, I have to gather myself first. What? Mm. Ooh. That was happening a lot. And then it was we would sit and have conversations and like 10 minutes in, the con- it's dead. Like, Dead air. Yeah, dead air because it's nothing. Because we're both holding back. I'm feeling guarded because she's been guarded. Mm -hmm. And I've seen that throughout the relationship. But again, another relationship where you're trying to love somebody to a better place. You're hoping Mm -hmm. that things get better because you're expecting that you grow. Right. Right. Right? Through the thick end of things. Right, right. right. And it wasn't happening. And then I would sit with this person and, and they would be telling me stories. And I mean stories. Um... And I'd be in my head going, she's lying. She ain't even telling the truth. And, and part of being a real friend, you'd be like. Is to call them out on that. Oh, and I never did. Why? Why didn't you ever I call I just felt out? so uncomfortable. And this is what I'm saying. I wasn't being my authentic Do self. Do you know at what point in the relationship you stopped being your authentic self? Do you Was there. When I was listening to the lies all the time and not saying anything and just swallowing it. So was there a big lie that sort of. No, it was just so many lies. Right. And then you know okay. what they say. This. Uh, what is it? What is One lie leads to another lie to another lie. The small lie. vine spoil the. F- spoil the what? The fruit of the. No. Vine, small vine spoil well, the fox or something like that. Right. I have to look it up. Right. Okay. But it was just, it, it, was, it was that. And then it was like, how much value does this friendship have mm-hmm. at this point? Mm-hmm. I was feeling empty. I was feeling guarded. I was feeling frustrated. Mm-hmm. And. 
How do you call how do you call somebody out on their life when it's the stupidest stuff? Like you just call them out. I couldn't. It was it was going to be confrontational and it wasn't going to end well. Mm. So what I decided was just to end the friendship. Does she know you walked away? Oh, I told Mm. her. Oh, you had a conversation about it. What was that? I sent a text because it wasn't. Oh, you didn't even have an actual conversation because I just got the text. I got to pick up the phone. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm a conversation. (laughs) Either we gonna meet. I'm good with writing. That's my thing. Mm -hmm. I'm more. I can express myself uninterrupted, mm-hmm. right? Because I can get my whole thought out without you interrupting and interjecting and I lose focus of what I'm, my point. Right. So I sent a text and I was like, this relationship is becoming very heavy and toxic and I think it's we've come to the end of our road. Mm-hmm. I'm going to always love you. Mm-hmm. I'm always pray for your happiness, your health, your, your children and I'm done. And she sent me back a text and said, don't pray for me. No, thank you. What? And I was like, okay, yeah, we really at the end. Mm. Right. And we, no conversation. She never asked why. She never um, tried to call me. There was see, no follow-up. Never. Nothing. We have mu- We have a mutual friend mm-hmm. um, that I still want to know that she's okay. Right. Right. So he'll let me know, like, even he'll call me just to say hello. And before he even says hello, he says, but first of all. Cause you, he said, because both of you guys are doing it. She's fine. Everything's okay. The kids so at okay. least you know that you're not the only one. At least you know that she, right. she, she has is inquiring. Takeaways she, to, is, yeah. she definitely is inquiring. Yeah. And that gives me a good feeling. But I, there's no going back. Mm. Well, when you, when you stop finding joy in any relationship, right? A right. friendship, um, a, a romantic relationship, even between family members. Right. When there's no more joy in your Interactions, that's usually a good sign. I was hoping well, that 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 that, 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 that 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 was like any other relationship. They're sticking this thin, you know, through the good and the bad. Well, were but you it hoping wasn't. that your were you hoping that your text would evoke some response? From no, her? not at that point. I was just I so just you wanted. had sent that text, being fine with it, just being the period on the sentence. Right. Not to say that I'm not sad about it. Right. And when I think about it, I miss her. You know, well, it's a relationship you've had for 33 years. Yeah. You're going to mourn it just right. like you mourn and any I relationship. I and believe I also, it. too, that in friendships, you have to, because you're constantly pouring into one another. Right. Right. right? Like, yeah. I, I know my relationships, my relationship with you two ladies would not be as strong as it is today if it wasn't reciprocated. Me pouring into you, you, and you pouring into exactly. me, pouring into you. Exactly. It has to you. be a, yeah. a I don't want to, right, don't just call me when you need prayer. Don't just call me when, when, when you're in a bad situation, you know, and you need my support. You know, right. because what happens when I'm in a bad situation right. yep. and I need you yeah. and you and I see that's what I was finding. Things. Right. Like that to me, I, I feel that mm. just like a romantic relationship, platonic relationships, friendships, um, they take just as much work. Right. And, you constantly, and it's energy. And it's, 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 it's a, a lot, lot of energy. energy. Speaking yeah. of which, so have you ever experienced walking away from a toxic friendship? I'm in the midst of walking away from a toxic friendship. Tell us about right that, now. Tasha. Well, my my friend and I are former friends, friend on ice. I'm not really sure. Exactly what it right is. Now. We met because of our children. Our our girls grew up together. They've known each other since diapers. And they were, I don't know if they became friends because she and I became friendly or if we became friendly because they became playmates. But whatever, however it, it started, we became inseparable. We were always together. Our girls were always together. But once the girls began to grow apart, and find their own paths and their own friendships. I noticed that um, 
I mean, there were some things that had happened in her life. She had a really tragic life. She had lost her sister tragically. She had lost her aunt a couple of years after that, unexpectedly. And, and I was there for all of that. But it was one of those things where I noticed when I pulled back, mm-hmm. then things began to get stale. Right. Okay. And once she and her ex-husband started their proceed- proceedings for divorce, it got even worse mm-hmm. because now she's dating. So a lot of her energy was poured into her relationships, her romantic relationships. So she didn't even have time. So she didn't have time for me. Mm-hmm. And the and what really upset me about that was we lived in um in a condo in a condominium complex. So we were literally a one minute walk from one another. Oh. Literally a one minute walk from one mm-hmm. another. And if I didn't call her to check in on her to see how she was doing, my phone didn't ring right. unless she, she needed, needed something. something. And mm. and 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 I mm. and and I remember bringing this to her attention mm-hmm. probably mm-hmm. five months into her separation to which she was very apologetic and contrite. And, um, but then after I lost my aunt who was like a second mom to me, she was nowhere to be found. Mm-hmm. And that really struck me because when she lost her aunt, who was, was like there. a second, you were there. Aunt, right. Right, second mom to her, I was there when she lost her sister. A lot of her friends had sort of walked away from her because it was such a tragic circumstance yeah. the way she had lost her sister that she went into a deep depression she had lost her sister one day the very next day she gave birth to her youngest daughter right oh, wow. so wow. that was a lot, a lot for her to take on. on and she had depression and things and her background already so right. this just exacerbated it right and a lot of her friends didn't know how to deal with that right, right. but i refused to let her wallow right. so yeah. i would take our girls to school i would drop them off and then i would go and i would sit with her for Hours, mm. five days, to wow. the point where it almost became detrimental to my marriage mm. because I was spending so, so much, much time. time. And then my other, I was her. pouring in. Yep. And my other friendships sort of fell by the wayside because— You made her a priority. I made her a priority, and that was never reciprocated. Right. Um, and that's devastating to feel because because something similar, very tragic, happened to the same person that I was talking about. Right, right. And Tracy and I actually went to her house. Right. To make sure that To we make sure she was... Like, I felt like if we weren't that close of a friend, you would not be inviting us to your house to mourn with you and your family. Right. Right. And that's what it was like. And, right. And, you know, so... But one thing, but one of the things I'd begun to notice about her, I guess I noticed it before, but I really started paying attention once a little bit of distance right. had been created. Give you time for thought. It gave me some time to really take everything in was, she's a drama queen. She's one of those people who likes to stir the pot. Like literally, oh, okay. drama queen. Like she's literally a drama queen. <laughs> okay. she, she's one of those people who likes to stir the pot. She's a baiter. Okay. Mm. She posts things on Facebook sometimes oh, okay. just, just to be provocative. Mm-hmm. And... And and that kind of bothered me. And so I start, because I don't like drama. The only drama I like in my life is on the stage. Mm, I don't right. want to deal with anybody's drama. Right. I don't want you dealing with my drama. drama right. Uh, so that started. Then our girls started having issues. And rather than allowing them to work things out amongst themselves, she would interject herself. And I didn't like that. Do you think they started having issues because you and no, their issues? No, their issues okay. were completely independent of ours. Okay. Um, but so you never shared anything that was going on between your your friendship with her with your daughter? No, but okay. there were a lot of things my daughter saw because she was not as discreet Sweet. about things as I was. Okay. And she's one of those people who's passive aggressive. You know, passive aggression is a pet peeve of mine. Yeah. Yeah. Don't like and it. she would throw, she would say things to get under my daughter's skin when I wasn't present. And that would bother my daughter, thereby bothering me. Right, right. exactly. Or she would say things in my presence and I'd be like, speak too. freely. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't like that. But at any rate, what really brought things to a head was uh, George Floyd. 
Mm, really? And Black Lives Matter. She, really? She's a white woman. Okay. Who has black relatives because her father was half black. Okay. But if you looked at her, you wouldn't know that she had any. any I mean, okay. we all do. Right. But, and uh, she was posting things that really, really offended me. And when I called her out on them, she called me a hypocrite. Uh, how so? Um, she had posted a, a video of a black woman interrupting a Black Lives Matter rally, screaming how Black Lives Matter is uh, is hypocritical. Oh, uh, okay. That, yeah, that. Hypocritical. Okay, and that. She's mm-hmm. like, absolutely. Right. You know, what about black on black crime? I, girl, don't even. Mm. Don't do say? that. All mm. our skin folks are not our kin folks. Are not folks. kin folks. Okay. She's an all lives matter person. And... And in this political climate, to me, given everything that's going on, Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. Matter definitely. I've had and that that same situation happen to me with another friend. The same thing. I but I checked her on it, and that's how you know when you have real true friendships when they can see they've uh, they've hurt you. That was the thing, though. For her, it was all about race baiting, okay. and I don't have time for, for people that. who want to race bait, right. no. especially someone with whom I've shared. Intimate, intimate details with about my life. Someone who has met my family, who knows I have black men in my family, mm-hmm. who have sat down and broken bread with my black brothers, who are seeing what I'm seeing on the news with black men being murdered, unarmed black men being killed, unarmed black men being harassed. And when I come to you and I share with you that what you're doing hurts me and it hurts my family and you shoot back at me, what about black on black crime? Okay. <clears throat> so my response to that was, I see you. That's another topic. No, that- that's, let me get my Vaseline and take these. No, nah, not off. even because because you know what? Because to me, it's not even worth all that. I'm not gonna switch out my pumps for my sneakers. Mm. I'm not gonna pull my locks back and be like, oh, all lives matter. I'm not doing all that. You're not gonna stereotype her. I'm not. No, no, I'm not gonna do all that. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna let you know that I see you for who you, you are. are. It and then is walk away. Noted. Right. And then this and cancel don't give culture. It all your energy. Right. You are canceled. Mm-hmm. How? Now, but here's the thing. All I wanted to do was delete her from my social media because I just didn't want to see that. I wasn't deleting her from my life. Okay. But she began to tell people things that were not true. Okay. And rather than come to me directly to have a conversation, she would do the passive-aggressive thing. She would throw comments at my husband. She would say things around my daughter. Right. But you can't come to me. Right. Right? So it's one of those things where I'm just like, see, this is why I walk away from you. Mm -hmm. This is why when you stop bringing me joy, which had happened years ago, then it's time for me to leave. Well, adding value. Like, what value do you bring? It's time for me to leave. And she started feeling a deficit. And that's what it was. And she knew this because the year before, she had sent me a text apologizing for being a crappy friend and told Mm -hmm. me she was going to do better. I've been there with that same friend, too. We sat down. We talked about it years ago. We took a break for a minute. You remember Mm -hmm. that break. Mm -hmm. Took a break for a minute. So I find for me that when, when I cringe, when my phone rings and it's a text from you, when I pick up my phone and I see that you're calling, I'm like, <sighs> right. Hey, girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. I'm fake. You know, you're not being authentic. I'm not being authentic. And then you're not being a but, true friend. But I, but I, I had to let her know. Right. So I walked away from it. And so you walked away. When you walked away, you had a conversation? I told her in no uncertain terms that I wasn't feeling her policies and her politics. And I didn't appreciate the way she was speaking about black people. Okay. Um. And I see her for who she is and consider herself canceled. Mm. I think this whole Black Lives Matter has ended a lot of friendships. It really has. It really has. And it's, 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 I think it's also brought an awareness. Yes. But, our, but our friendship was 
on life support before that. Right. Mm-hmm. Right, you're right. You're right. right. Our friendship wasn't life, life support before that. And I told her that. Right. And I also told her that it was fine. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you have to learn how to just give people the distance that they need to go off and do their own thing. And if it were meant to be, we'll come back together and it will be organic. It won't be forced. Right. Because it was one of those things, like I said, if I didn't call her, she didn't call me. I would see her on occasion because our her boyfriend and my husband are friends. So I would see her on occasion. I always kept it above board and classy. Right. Hey, girl, how are you? How are things? Great. Happy mm-hmm. to hear it. Okay, it was good seeing you. Like, and let's right. Keep it go- right. Go- let's keep it and moving. And I keep it moving. Right. Well, you know, I always love this passage in the Bible. It says, iron sharpens iron. iron. Yep. Yes. Like a friend sharpens, sharpens a, a friend. friend. Yep. Yes. And I feel like if you're not sharpening one another, somebody's going to get dull. Right. Right? Yep. Right. Somebody's going to get dull. Well, your friendship definitely is going to get dull. Yeah. yeah. And when that happens, you know what I do? I buy new knife sets. Right? Hey. Right? So. Because, you know, I hate being disappointed in friendships, in any kind of relationship. In any kind of relationship. Right. But, you know, for me, friends are the family you choose. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, you can't help who your cousins are. That's the family you're born into. But if I'm your friend, I'm choosing to uh, have you be a part of my life and right. be invited in my life and be there for those monumental moments, the highs and the lows. Oh. Yep. And in the so. in-between. And, and mm-hmm. the in-between. Yeah. So it was... Well, I know you course, got a Bible you know, verse for yes, this. I, I know a, you do. Yes, because there's a Bible verse for everything. For everything now. God's got an answer. And you know, one of the favorite, one of my favorite books is Proverbs, because Proverbs is always oh, giving you some wisdom about something. I love Proverbs. Proverbs is, is just is the bomb. So this this um, particular scripture comes from Proverbs twenty seven six, and I'm reading it from the Amplified Bible, and it says, "Faithful are the wounds of a friend." Who corrects out of love and concern, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful because they serve his hidden agenda. Come on now. Now, I'm going to read all of that and then just think of all different types of stuff with this. But in a nutshell, you want to be able to have like how you felt like you couldn't correct your friend. You couldn't address some of those things that you felt like, you know what, I don't know if. You're telling the truth. She wasn't going to receive it Exactly. Well. So we have to get to a point to have that kind of transparency in our friendships. And if we can't get that transparency, if we are feeling one one way or it's one-sided, we would Time be to fools bounce. to stay. Right. And I heard, I heard, um, I heard um, Cindy Trim say this. She's a motivational speaker, um, and she's, a, uh, she's written a bunch of books. But she says, when a friend betrays you, it's not that friend's fault. It's, it's your, your fault. fault because you allowed that yeah, person into your life. Yep. So just keep that as as food if for thought. That's, food that's for our thought. pardon shot. Yes. If you are going through anything with a friendship with a friend right now, just take take some of the, the things that we discussed. Take some stock in it. Right. Evaluate it. Think about it. Pray on it. Sleep on it. Right. And whatever, Ask that God whatever gives you clarity. Yes. And you know you got to sometimes you got to weigh in. What's most important for, for you? What's beneficial for you? you? Because sometimes friends could be dead weight. Absolutely. Dead weight. Listen, Steve Steve Harvey said kick them off your wagon. That's right. (laughs) Kick them off. Kick them off. But y'all are on my wagon. That's right, girl. I'm driving the wagon. Come on now. I love this. Today was a great show. All right. Yes. So thank you, ladies. Thank you. And thank you you all, too. Please remember to like, like, subscribe, and share. share. Because... Sharon is caring. And, and make sure you comment if you want us to bring any kind of friendship. Um, relationship. Relationship, friendship um, topics, topics on our show. Feel free to comment. But until next time. Yes. Stay, stay divine. divine. Bye-bye. Ciao.